Before we start today's show, I want to invite you to join my community of SaaS founders, agency owners, and others who are sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and tactics for creating successful cold outreach campaigns. It's a free group on Facebook called Cold Outreach Mastery, and you can get there by heading over to morgandwilliams.com slash community. And if Facebook isn't your thing, but you still want valuable cold outreach advice, head on over to morgandwilliams.com slash newsletter and put in your best email to get first in line for valuable resources that I share on how you can fill your calendar with sales meetings and your pipeline with opportunities. Now, let's start today's show. In this episode, I speak with a SaaS founder who's created a scalable technology and method for increasing reply and meeting book rates from cold email campaigns. What's interesting about this approach is that it's simple yet extremely effective and helps you stand out from the masses of others sending cold email. I'm sure you'll get some new insights from this episode. I'll see you on the other side. What if you knew exactly how to use cold email, LinkedIn, the phone, and other sales channels to get new meetings and customers for your B2B product or service? Morgan Williams is an enterprise sales rep that's obsessed with cold outreach. If you're sick and tired of fluff, theory, and general advice on how to sell to cold prospects from people who haven't sold anything in the past 20 years and instead want detailed, tactical, step-by-step instruction, this is the podcast for you. Each week, he'll interview salespeople, consultants, and entrepreneurs about actual outbound sales campaigns they've run with real numbers and results. Each conversation will be a deep dive into deconstructing a specific campaign's results, as well as the strategy behind it. You'll get the opportunity to peek behind the curtain and see what's actually working now in cold outreach. Welcome Welcome to to Outbound Outbound Metrics. Inder Raj Singh is the founder of NextWeep. NextWeep helps sales and marketing teams create hyper-personalized and interactive customer journeys that deliver a minimum of 3x better results. Ender, happy to have you on. Are you ready to dive in? Thank you so much, Morgan. Awesome. So first off, how does NextWeave get results for its customers? Yeah, so what we've done is uh, we bought in a, a hyper-personalization suite that allows you to create images, GIFs, and videos, which can be personalized for an audience of one. So uh, I guess the entire audience and everyone knows nowadays that personalization is the key to get better replies on your messages. So we've just taken it one notch further because we know that readers are now preferring something more visual as compared to written. So when you combine good copy along with the visuals that are hyper-personalized for you, say an image that says, hey, Morgan, I've checked out your website and I've got some notes from you. Or, hey, Morgan, I've got you on my list. Why don't you hit me up and let's have a conversation. So when you send messages like these, which contain uh, these graphics and images, we've seen that it takes it gets you between three times to nine times more responses after the email has been open. There's no science that we're adding in terms of increasing email open rates, but in terms of getting replies on these emails, we've seen a three to nine times better reply rate. Awesome. What would you say makes NextWeave different from other hyper-personalization platforms? So I've been following the SaaS space for the last four years, and I noticed that uh, image personalization came in pretty early. But then some of my clients, uh, since I started consulting about two years back, they co- came back and said that we want personalization across the customer journey, not just the email. Uh, so that's where uh, I started looking at various platforms that would uh, personalize landing pages, personalize videos, et cetera, et cetera. 
and then we came in, into a sweet spot where we started developing these media templates which could be embedded not just on the email but on also on the subsequent landing page or let's say if you are taking that to a calendar booking then the thank you page can also show a personalized uh, element that just makes you feel special across the entire customer journey awesome. so there is a definite benefit in terms of how many responses you get but we've also seen an intangible benefit in terms of uh, brand recall being built because they remember that you address them in a particular way Awesome. Awesome. And who would you say is your ideal customer? Who gets the most value out of NextWeave? We've noticed that there are two prongs over here. We've seen that uh, agencies are getting the most benefit, followed by SaaS companies where we have SDRs and SDR managers as our ICP. And on the marketing end, uh, we've seen that we approach the VP of marketing and then initiate the conversation from over there because those conversations are more around uh, omnichannel personalization. Gotcha. Awesome. Good stuff. Everybody likes higher response rates. So definitely solving a, a big problem there. So going into case study example of how NextWeave has been used and kind of the, the high level points of that, uh, what's a campaign or a use case that comes to mind that we can dive into? Sure. Uh, so I'll probably pick up the, the earliest ones that started the whole journey. So I was advising an e-commerce company and a gaming company. And both of them uh, already had an audience base and they wanted to get more engagement in the communication that they were sending out via email itself. Gotcha. So the example that we took with the gaming entity was that they, they were sending out a campaign that had to reach to about 80,000 individuals on a weekly basis. And they were getting roughly about 2% CTR on those particular campaigns. So we introduced one graphic, which was for a contest that they were running where we would include the, the player ID and some information about what kind of games he's played in the past. Could be some stats or something like that. And because of that graphic, followed by a personalized video, we took the, the CTR from 2% to almost 30%, which was a 15% jump wow. in that particular example. Now, wow. That might be anecdotal, but then we started to take that to other examples as well. And we could standardize this fact that even well-performing marketing teams were getting between three times to about six times improvement in CTRs by doing this particular campaign. Awesome. So this gaming company, they were, and just a little bit of background on them, what type of gaming company were they? So it was a real money gaming company, whereas the e-commerce company that I'm referring to, it was a footwear company. And in, in the former case, they wanted to run a contest where they started engaging more users onto the platform from their active phase. And the second one was more of a, a lead generation campaign where they had a new product line coming in and they went in, went to, uh, wanted to educate their audiences in terms of what are the benefits of this product line. So they sent out an email followed by a video which would show them a graphic of the, the footwear with either the name on the footwear followed by a video after that which would showcase the various benefits of the footwear and the option to probably share it with someone else and get a 10% discount or uh, connect with a footwear specialist to have a conversation call. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Curious to know, how have you seen NextWeave used with examples that were with maybe like a cold list of people mm -hmm. reaching out to them, trying to kind of book sales meetings or drive sign up, something like that? Correct. So uh, when we started the journey, we felt that uh, probably the, the marketing end of the business would be the largest segment. Mm -hmm. But when we took the product to market uh, this November, we saw that more than 70% of our customers were coming in from the agency domain because they were fairly experimental in terms of how you could use these elements. In fact, uh, I happened to notice that Andrew was in the 
uh, in the podcast uh, a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. So Andrew is one of our avid customers, and with them we are planning uh, multiple campaigns now where they're going to implement this in rollout. So a lot of them are using very standard images where uh, uh, you must have seen people uh, either carrying a placard or writing this their prospects name on a piece of paper or pointing out to a screen where they show a website screenshot. So until now, most of them are doing this manually. And uh, uh, the benefit that we bought in now is that uh, not only can you do that at scale, where uh, typically someone who's doing cold outreach is sending about 40 to 50 emails. Now you can automate that piece, but you can also get consistency in a message, especially the video that comes afterwards, which might not be a problem in, in most English-speaking nations, but in other nations where they're trying to expand very quickly and they might not have that kind of consistency in delivery, that's where they can have a small automated message as part of their video prospecting exercise bundled with the personalization elements. Gotcha. So that's how we are sort of helping SDRs who are currently able to reach out to about 15 to 20 individuals through video prospecting. So now scale it up to about 50 to 60 in a day. Gotcha. So if, if you were going to construct a, let's say, an agency came to you and wanted your help constructing a successful campaign with using Nextweave. And, and we know one of the benefits of NextWeave is you can use it not just in emails, but throughout the process. And let's say you wanted mm-hmm. people were looking to set sales meetings. How would you like what's a, a basic setup you would use or a basic kind of email funnel you would use to help people book sales meetings at agency? So over here, it also depends on what product is in discussion. If the product has some really good visuals, then we, we can have a very, very different playbook. If it's a visual product, you can stick with the email playbook, take them to a landing page with some videos over there, and the videos can be personalized, the images can be personalized, and they remember that this brand had served us in this particular fashion. For slightly more serious use cases where there are some consulting companies who are using the platform, they usually take a route which goes to email as well as LinkedIn. So that's where uh, what we typically advise is that try to get capture some elements of the prospect's uh, digital asset into the communication that you're sending. Even if you're sending a message on LinkedIn, try to get the first connection through and follow it up with a video link. And in our case, you can have the video link also show up with an image, which is like a preview of that link, which you typically see when you send a message on chat, you set up see a preview of a particular link. So you could personalize that preview as well. So that seems to be working very well for us because uh, very rarely you see someone approaching you on LinkedIn with an image that's made specifically for you or a video link that's made specifically for you. So, uh, depending on what kind of product you've got, you can take either one of these channels to, to go ahead and approach your customers. Gotcha. So, if the product has visuals, let's say, like if it's a SaaS company where you can show how your product works, it's not really a service, you can use personalized emails for that person leading to a landing page with a video just for them. Like, a, yeah. a, is that with a personalized thumbnail or it's just a video you've created for them? Even during the video itself, uh, you can add, add as many personalization elements as you want. We've seen examples where uh, some of them have gone ahead and get, gotten information about uh, what kind of customers you're serving, or what could be your tentative team size, or what kind of uh, capital race you, you've gone through with, or what kind of metrics you were probably hitting based on some research you're doing, or what technographics you're looking at. So that's where people are getting more creative in terms of figuring out that what matters in the pitch. And that video pitch has those personalization elements then layered into the whole process. 
Gotcha. And those, so those would be, for the most part, text elements that are then in those videos that you can add in. So it can be a combination. Okay, let me give an example. Say I'm approaching someone with a solution, which is probably going to be around a support solution, a chat support solution. Now, if the chat support solution has the option of a white label element or a branding element where they can add their own logo, then we can layer up the images and the video to show that your chat solution can look like this. And mm. where you see your own logo over there, okay, you could see probably the support head's name or the prospect's name appearing over there. And even during the video, you'll mention that this chat support platform can look like this. It integrates with these platforms and you can have the, the link of the or the images or the logos of the brands that they integrate with as part of their marketing stack. And that sort of makes it uh, like a video pitch, which is personalized for an individual, although it is partially automated. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense. So you're, you're, you can show them like a personalized plot, your, your platform, but personalized for them, how that would look. Gotcha. Makes sense. So that's, if we've got good visuals naturally in what we're selling, if, if our product or service is not visual, you mentioned trying to capture some of that prospects digital asset and putting that on LinkedIn. So is that, you know, having, showing them their their website or something like that? Is that what you mean by that? So it could be their website. uh... If you want to go with the standard set, I've seen some of them go through very specific elements where they might have a screen recording of uh, their technographic profile, showing that we are looking at uh, that these are the tools that you have in, uh, into consideration. So they might not talk about those particular tools, but just because it appears as if someone is going through your technographic profile, the other individual on the other end would feel as if uh, they put an effort in terms of studying what our technographic profile is, and they want to have a conversation with us. So it just takes a, take them one notch higher where rather than just saying that this is what we've done, you're now showing them that this is what we've done. Gotcha. So you can show them different elements of research you've done on their business, right? Kidding. At scale. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And you mentioned there like an image, adding an image with a personalized thumbnail to a video link with a personalized preview and that video being something capturing their digital asset. Correct. Outstanding. I know you mentioned earlier just some numbers around, you know, at 2%, like we talked about that CTR increase of 2% to 15% for that gaming company. And then you mentioned kind of the high level 6 to 9% increase, I believe that was in response rates. Do you have an example just kind of of a, a campaign where someone was getting, let's say, an outbound campaign, like a SaaS company or something like that, that were getting, you know, okay results, but then they added this and then boom, you know? or an agency or something like that. I'd love to hear a story around that. Yeah, sure. So a couple of weeks back, we onboarded one of our uh, early clients. And uh, she w- she's running a consulting business uh, for the minority community. So she was uh, using cold outreach to the email method to get customers. And she mentioned that she's getting about 3 to 5% conversion in the emails that she's sending, which is not bad. So that's where we got involved and we asked her that just include this particular process into your customer journey where you have an image where you can just say a hi to your prospect in the email, which takes them to a video that explains them what you can do for them. So she actually came back to us last week itself. And she said that I've been able to get 18 prospects uh, reach out to me within a span of two weeks itself. And I've had to cut down my cold outreach because uh, my current spread of operations are good enough to only attend to about seven of them in a week. That I've not really got the exact numbers of them until now, but this is her own words uh, when we spoke about last week. Outstanding. And she was doing uh, her business 
exactly was, I know you mentioned she was doing cold outreach to get clients, but was she consulting? Yeah. So she's into marketing consulting. Gotcha. She helps uh, businesses uh, structure their uh, marketing funnels as well as automations. So because she was using a video now, she also found it easier to explain individuals in terms of what she could do for their business. So it was less of friction when someone got in touch with her. Gotcha. Yeah. Marketing consultant, that's, that's tough to prospect with because there's a lot of people prospecting for marketing services and consulting's tough too because right you can't it's tough to show your product or to show right. your show what you can offer but with something like next week you can you can show that pretty quickly to someone that's great I think the 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 most interesting comment that i received uh, last week was that many a times you were trying to have the first meeting just to ensure that you can add some value and get the conversation going and because it takes a long time to really have those conversations, you need to put an effort to where you create something personalized for each and every individual and hope that the conversation sometimes happens. So they said that with a solution like this, because you can do this at a larger scale, it just makes it easier for me to improve my lead flows. Because even if, let's say, my earlier conversion rate was about 25%, now it drops to about 18 to 20% or maybe 15%. If I can do three times more prospecting, I can still get more uh, more number of leads to get conversations going with. Right. It makes everything you do more efficient. All your prospecting more efficient. Do you ever run into issues with email deliverability and the images being sent out? Have you ever seen anything with that? So I won't deny that if it's done the wrong way, it will affect deliverability. So we have guidelines in terms of how you have to go ahead and use uh, the images. So they, they shouldn't be beyond a particular size. And there, there needs to be a certain amount of content in the email body as well, so that the text to image ratio is also maintained. If these things are not taken care of, then it will definitely affect deliverability. And we try to educate our audiences on this behalf. And yet all said and done, I wouldn't deny that uh, it won't have the same amount of deliverability as a simple text email does. But then you have to weigh your benefits in terms of uh, how much additional de- deliverability I'll get vis-a-vis how many responses I'll get from those emails. Gotcha. Makes sense. This is outstanding. I feel like this is definitely the new, the new frontier of outreach. Like you mentioned, images have been in use for, you know, and emails have been used for a long time. Now, personalized images have been in use for a while, but now we're seeing uh, this hyper-personalization throughout the full funnel, which is really helpful in B2B because we know people are getting hit up a lot, right? With uh, people are getting emailed and called a lot. So something like this, I believe hyper-personalization really helps people stand out and get attention and at least get get considered right yeah. get people to look into what into what they're doing awesome if someone wants to give nextweave a shot what would you say are the first few things they should do to test it out before maybe they you know it might seem overwhelming to do everything through the full funnel what should people start doing uh, so i think before you get started using the platform you should have a clear idea in your head that something like this can be done and this is how I want to structure the sequence. So once you once you visualize that I want to show this kind of an image in the in the email body, or this kind of message in the LinkedIn message, and this kind of content on the landing page, then you can step into the platform. Highly advise that you look at our YouTube tutorials first, so that you can get through the initial hiccups uh, or initial training in terms of how to get started. And at any point of time, if you guys are getting start start work, one of the three founders are usually there on the chat terminal itself. And that's something that we're trying to ensure that one of us is always there so that we could help you 
get through the first campaign successfully. And once that's done, you can get creative at your end. Gotcha. So you help people with those first campaigns kind of get set up. Great. Awesome. Uh, nextweave.com, N-E-X-W-E-A-V-E.com. You can check out uh, Ender and his team's solution there. Ender, pleasure, ha- pleasure having you on. Thank you so much, Morgan. Enjoyed it thoroughly. All right. You too. I enjoyed hearing how Ender's technology is being used to make existing cold email campaigns much more effective. Adding hyper-personalization to a new or existing campaign is a great way to improve your results. Look, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend. Thanks for listening.